Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Mate, you have your laptop charge online without noticing. The cord isn't plugged into the wall. Welcome back. We're still here. You can't stop us. <laughs> as much as you try. Yep, that's right. Your earplugs or whatever, we don't give a shit. <laughs> so anyhow, we took a little break, uh, took a piss, uh, went up and talked to Rick for a while. And uh, anyhow, Rick, is uh, he's listened to the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he really likes us. And anyhow, he said, anytime we're in Nashville, we can come back. Nice. And uh, anyhow, uh, we can mention his, uh, you know, the... The filthy bean. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I'll have to hitchhike my way in here. It's not like I can afford to fly. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we got to fly this time, but I mean, yeah, yeah. we're going to take it off our taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Write it off as a business expense, That's even right. though we're uh, running this on a purely amateur basis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a failing business. Yeah. But we're still sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> So, Christopher came up with a good idea, and I love this. This is just something that just came to me. Um, I think that there are people who could get away with with sucker-punching a baby. I think how awful a thing that is to do. But it's true. Yeah. It's fucking true. Yeah. When you, when you sent me that text, I was like, oh my god, that's so right. <laughs> because there are people that just are anointed. Yep. They're so untouchable and so well-loved that they will still have their following, if even if they sucker punch a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when we rattle off these people, you will see. You'll see what we mean. Okay, who, who's Be the, my guest. Here's the first one I came up with, of course, is the obvious one. Donald Trump. He could sucker punch a baby all day long. Oh, and, to certain people, yes. And his his followers will still love him. They'll still excuse him. Yeah. They'll still follow every every tweet and 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 do everything he says. So he's one of those people that if you already hate him, you don't care anyway. Mm-hmm. And if you already love him, he could sucker punch a baby, and you're still going to love him because you love him. Mm-hmm. So there's one of those guys that. Yeah, no matter what he does, he's not going to lose his followers. I mean, even Biden doesn't have that because there's a lot of Democrats that I know yeah. that are just like, oh God, I can't believe that fucker, you know. So and and what about the the disappearing vice president Kamala Harris? Oh God, you don't hear anything about her. No, no. they're hiding her. They've got her buried so far. <laughs> she must I, be a just total embarrassment. Okay, here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> They are either going to make Biden run again, mm-hmm. so they don't want her in the spotlight. Okay, yeah. like, hey, I was the vice president; I can run because mm-hmm. they don't think she can win. Yeah, you know, no, no party will nominate I somebody think she that was they told don't to, think can I, win. I think she was told to hide. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, yep. And yeah. who knows? You know, maybe they got someone else in the in the shadows, and they're like, you know what? You two. You know, you you had your term, okay? Yeah. We're going to run this guy because we think this guy can beat 
Trump or DeSantis or yeah. whoever gets the nod. So. Please, Democratic Party, not another rich old white guy. We've had plenty of those. Even though you are the party of change. Yeah. Yeah. No, no more rich yeah. old white guys nominated, please. Yeah. Yeah. We've done that, been there. So this means no Bernie Sanders, sorry. <laughs> you know, even though Jewish people used to be, you know... People of color, right? Right, they were yeah, considered yeah. well, but not in, anymore. During in Germany, in certain period of time, they were considered not even human. So I think Sanders is Jewish, isn't he? I get that impression, but I'm not sure why. I thought I read that he was Jewish, but oh well, it doesn't matter yeah. anyhow. So who who was your first on your list? We can go back and first forth. on my list. He may not deserve <clears throat> to be first. But he's obvious to me. The second one I got on here deserves to be first, but Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith actually did punch a baby. He sucker much. punched Kevin Hart pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> he or, did or sucker no, no, punch wasn't a baby. It Chris Rock? Chris Rock, yeah. Kevin Hart. Okay. Sorry. All right. No, it was no, Chris no. Rock. I wanted to make sure. I thought it was Chris yeah. Rock. I was like, did he? Was that. Uh, okay. Well, uh, that's, you know, Kevin Hart. I was thinking baby, and Kevin Hart's so tiny. So. No, yeah, no, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, because Will Smith fucking punched a guy on stage, or, well, slapped. Yeah. And got away with it. Pretty Nobody much. cares. Yeah. Nobody cares, you know. <laughs> and even Chris Rock doesn't seem to care. No, he really doesn't. He said something the other day. He said, yeah, I talked to Will the other day. <laughs> so... Oh, no big deal there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my next one is Elon Musk. The certain people, yes. Yeah, I yeah. think his culty followers will would would hang on it as every word. Yeah. And no matter what he does, that they're gonna they're gonna think yeah. he's this godlike visionary. And the reason I'm saying this to certain people is is you got to understand the context of this. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people that are like really like if they were Jim Rome fans, they'd be clones. You know, or yeah. marks like you know they're yeah. just you know. Now some of these people on my list are the entire world would would forgive them for a second, but the, some the, of them are like Trump or only his followers. This so. next one, most of the world loves him. Mm-hmm. Only the people that really think, free think, are the ones that are like I don't know. I don't think he's that good of a guy. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Walensky, leader of Ukraine. Oh, yeah. That guy yeah. Used to, was dancing on the stars. He's pretty and, close to bulletproof. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think he's kind of a swishy sack of shit. They never really <laughs> liked America that much, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ukraine. I mean, Until they needed us. Yeah, until they needed mm-hmm. us. Excuse me. They're like, oh, no, no, we're not going to be NATO. Fuck you guys. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we want to be in NATO. Nope, 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 nope. Done. <laughs> so, Walensky seems to have this uh, shield around him. That he is bulletproof right now. Yeah, I can see that. People fucking love him. Alright. Well, my next one, this is one that the entire world would forgive. Jake from State Farm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and that's funny you said that, because uh, I got one going right into that. But that's true. Everybody, yeah, they, they want... I know he's not a real person, but... Nope, you're right. Everybody loves him, though. Yep. 
I mean, that's like right up there with the Coca-Cola polar bears. They could oh, eat yeah. a baby and America would still love oh, them. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I agree with that 100%. Jake from State Farm. Yep. Yep. You can do no wrong. I mean, he's so big now that they don't need fucking Aaron Rodgers or uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. They just throw him on there and go, oh, that's Jake. Oh, yep. hey, all right. Hey. <laughs> Mine, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And that's not just in Kansas City. Yeah. That's everywhere. I yeah. mean, you uh, you always hear everybody like, well, the, the people that don't have a stake in the game, like Denver fans aren't going to like him. Raider fans aren't yeah. going to like yeah. him. Bills fans aren't going to, well, you know, they may appreciate what he does, but they're not going to go around singing his praises. Yeah, yeah. But the national media and the and a lot of people, except for dumbass Skip Bayless, he don't care. Yeah, no. Because he doesn't have a brain cell to actually form a thought. So it, it's kind of like when John Elway was playing, I hated him. Yeah. But when he retired, I same here. I was grateful that I was was able to see him play because yeah. he was so fun to watch. Oh, he was. And once he was no longer actively playing, I could appreciate and playing him. against us. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I can... That's... But also, not only Mahomes, but any Kansas City Chief player or coach after a win. Yeah. Yeah. But not if you're Britt Reed. Oh, no. <laughs> No. That's sick. I'm sorry. I'm going to hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah <clears throat> the Britt Reed thing. Yeah. What did he get? Three years? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. He got he got a little pat on the ass. Mm. You go in the corner now. Yeah. So. Let's hope we've heard the last of him. Oh, I think you have. Yeah. I think he got paid to go be rich somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> go hide away. And not tell about the party they had there mm. the night before. They let everybody drive home. Rumor yeah. has it. Now, here's another one that the whole world would be on board with. Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yes. He, he could sucker punch that a baby. That is a great one. Live on national TV, and America would still love him and want him to narrate your bedtime story. That's right. <laughs> that, is, that He probably should have got first. Yeah. He's way up there. That he's guy like, is such an obvious choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't think of him. <laughs> He's one of those ones where I was really squinching trying to get, but I got one really good here. Okay. Anthony Fauci. Yes. Because there's certain people, it doesn't matter. That guy comes out and goes, oh my God, that guy is so intelligent. Yes. He, he saved the world. Yeah. He didn't save aid patients. <laughs> did yeah. Didn't, I, say, didn't save very many fucking COVID patients either, did he? Well, anyhow. I, you know, and I'd come up some ones that, you know, they're they're along the same lines as Trump, like Hillary Clinton, Nancy yes. Pelosi. Pelosi's another know, one who's getting ready things, to step yeah. down. But uh, here's, here's a good one. Harry Styles. Yes. Everybody just loves, apparently, everything he does. And they seem to. I'm yeah. not that big of a fan, but everybody seems to love him. Yeah. But maybe he's not a thing anymore. I don't know. No, no. I think there's there's still pockets of Styles fans that just think he's crazy good. Yeah. Um, Shaq. Yes, absolutely. Shaq could do. Yeah, he could punch a baby and yeah. still be Shaquille O'Neal could punch still a baby be the on sweet, stage. big, lovable guy. Yeah, he'd go. Oh, hi guys. Yep. Hey, look at Shaq. 
Toss that bloody baby over there. Punch my baby shack. Please. Please. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have a Hall of Fame of Untouchables. Uh There's two people on it. Okay. John Wayne. Yeah. And Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And those are in the Hall of Fame, and they're the two all-times. Mm-hmm. So they're untouchable. Yeah. And anyhow, that's the end of my list. You got more? I got I got another one. Mickey Mouse. Yes. Even though I hate that little bastard. <laughs> Mickey Mouse could punch a baby. And oh, people would still line up to go he to the park. He could eat a baby's face off in yeah. front of everybody, and they'd still love him. <laughs> oh, look at lovable little fucking mouse. Oh, oh. Oh, that's funny. Look at him eat that baby. Oh, he ate that baby's face. Oh, he's cute. Oh, that's so sweet. Wee. Wee. Uh, so that was the end of my list of baby punching. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, let's see now. Um, I've got a story time with Mark. Mm-hmm. Feel like going into that? Yeah. All right. I got the story of Reggie 1 and Reggie 2. Okay. All right. I briefly lived in Belvedere many years ago on each side of me. Belvedere is this area of Kansas City that I previously mentioned. It's in the southeast corner of the Kansas City metro area. And uh, it's in between. Kansas City is broken up by Grandview. Mm -hmm. Then Kansas City comes back. And then it's uh, the end of Kansas City and then Belton, the southern border, the southeastern border. So, um, okay. So, they're they're Kansas City Juris District, Grandview. Uh Kansas City in the middle, which is Belvedere. Mm -hmm. And then then Belton. So, whenever they get a call, because I was told by several cops this, because there's stuff going on the street all the time, people driving like shit. Yeah. This guy kept punching his fucking girlfriend or his wife Lovely. in the face out in the yard, and would kept you know calling and uh, and the, and they told me flat out they said nobody wants to come out here, mm. so it's a big fucking uh, arm wrestling match to see who has to take the call, oh, and that's that, how come you can never get anyone out here because nobody sucks. wants to come here. Oh, so sucks anyhow, for the people who live there. So you know, I lived, the, and each side of me was a Reggie. Okay. Uh, on one side was Reggie One, which what I named him Reggie One because he was a smart one, and the other one was Reggie Two, who later on I changed to Tree Reggie. <laughs> I can't wait. Reggie One eventually started having everyone co- everyone calling him by his middle name Michael because people would sometimes get him confused as Tree Reggie. Um, and he want anything to do with Reggie? He said, "I'm not Tree Reggie." Um, <laughs> um, so he just changed his name around there to Michael, yeah. which was his middle name. He goes, "I'm no longer Reggie. I'm Michael." I get that. So okay, <laughs> I first started noticing that uh, Tree Reggie was a little off when uh, he would uh, every Tuesday, which was Trash Day, he would put his bags over with my trash bags. I knew there wasn't a limit at that time for trash bags, so I was puzzled why he would do so. Hmm. You know, now there's a limit. But yeah. back then, you could have 30 of them out there, and they'd have to pick them up. Yeah, I remember taking advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, and it was great. Now, the limit's like two. Yeah. Well, he kept putting... I, I'd come out there, get ready to go somewhere, I'm like, how come Reggie put his trash bags over here? This <laughs> before I this before I knew him as Tree Reggie. It yeah. took me a little while. I noticed he was a little peculiar. 
you know, but that was it. He was just a little odd and standoffish. That was it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and uh, one day I happened to see him, uh, you know, take his trash and bring it next to mine. So I came out and I told him, hey, they're, you know, they're in the limit on trash bags. Tree Reggie looked at me and he said his trash bags get lonely. So he put his, uh, he put them next to mine for company. Okay. I, la I laughed. I was like, <laughs> that's a good one. But he was really serious. Oh, God. He had a very serious look on his face. He's looking at the trash bags like he really accomplished something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess it doesn't matter. It's all going to get picked up. So I was like, all right, whatever. I began, to, I began noticing that Tree Reggie was very odd. He would make a loud beep noise whenever there's loud noises. A mm. Harley would come by. And sure enough, he, you know, he would beep, you know, go, uh, Harley come by, and go, beep, beep. And I was like, fuck, man, you know, this mm. dude's fucked up. So I later found out that he was named Tree Reggie because he's cutting down a tree, and the tree hit him on the head, and it gave him a serious closed head injury. Yeah. And he's never the same. Mm hmm So I was bored one day, so my evil side took over. Okay. <laughs> Like always. Always does. And, and I knew this guy was mentally handicapped, but I was bored, okay? <laughs> so, you know, I think I can be excused out of boredom, right? There's probably some alcohol involved. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, I waited until Tree Reggie went to 7-Eleven, and I took one of my bags and I ripped it in half. Okay, so there, there's this bag just sitting there, and it's mm -hmm. ripped in half, okay. <laughs> when Tree Reggie came back, I stood out in my front yard in the ripped bag and acted furious. <laughs> I demanded to know why his bag would rip mine in two. <laughs> this guy, you should have seen his fucking, his eyes swarming around and his fucking head kind of shaking. He didn't know what to do. Your trash bag doesn't work and play well with others. No. Your trash bag ripped up mine and I want to know why. He's like, ah, 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 ah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. and, and I demanded to know why his bag would rip mine in two. And he began to stutter and he said he needed a minute to think about it. So, all right, I, get, I was like, all right. So a few hours later, he came over with a bowl of pudding as a peace offering. <laughs> it was an actual bowl of pudding. And he oh goes, uh, he goes, uh, 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 I don't know what happened out there, but here, have this pudding. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, my oh great, thank you. Uh, what flavor is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's tapioca. Okay, hey, thank you. Appreciate it. So then, you know, I promptly took it inside and threw it down the drain. Because I didn't trust anything that fucking freak gave me. <laughs> I did oh not trust gosh. him with food at all. So, you know, I mean, probably fucking put Drano in there. <laughs> I don't know, you know. So, yeah, days later, you know, I look out the window, and he had a large tea towel wrapped around his head. Very, very tight. I asked him if he hurt his forehead, and he replied, um, this keeps my thoughts tight. And he walked off. Mm. So he had this tea towel around his head, and he, he thought it kept... He thought it kept his thoughts tight. So I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense to me. All right. So I was uh, constantly messing with Reggie. I used to mail him clippings of people in swing sets. I would go to a catalog, <laughs> and I cut out pictures of people in swing sets, and I would mail it to him with no, for, with no address. Oh, my gosh. One day I told him the people behind him wanted their lawn mode and would pay him $30 to do this. 
The people's lawning mode was on vacation, so they had no idea. A few hours later, I informed him he mowed the wrong house. I strode in. I informed him to. I informed him to do the house next door to the lawn that he just mowed. I told him that the neighbors wanted to wanted uh, to mow their lawn for free because he was bored, and uh, and so anyhow, Tree Reggie uh, went to get his money, and. You know, so I told the I told the other house uh-huh. that he wanted to mow the lawn for free, and so anyhow, because Tree Reggie was bored, you know, because he was on disability, he had nothing yeah. to do. So they're like, okay, cool. So anyhow, oh, God. so Tree Reggie went to go get the money, mm-hmm. and the old lady called the cops on him. Oh, he got upset and started beeping at her. She of course called the police on him, and anyhow, and they ran him in. So he shows up. He shows back up a few days later with no recollection of any lawn mowing fiasco. Oh well, that's bar- a blessing, I guess. Yeah, he barely mentioned uh, uh, going to jail for a day. He thought it was because someone saw him pissing behind a tree. Wow. Yeah. Interesting the way the brain fills in the blanks when yeah, they have yeah, no idea he, what's yeah. going on. I, I asked him. I go. You said something about going to jail. Why'd you? Oh, I pissed behind a tree and someone caught me. And he kind of talked like that too. Yeah. And someone saw me doing that and they called me in. They did. I'm like, okay, all right, Reggie, all right. Wow, interesting. So at night, I would uh, shine a light into his uh, bedroom just to screw with him. I had this really powerful fucking floodlight and I used to aim it in there and he had this mirror and it would shine off the mirror and go right towards his bed uh. and it had to drove him fucking nuts. He thought that homeless people were camping in his backyard and the light was uh, was from a fire. He would go outside with a bucko, bucket of water beeping. He'd be like ready to fucking pass it. <laughs> I am I am mercifully messing that poor soul's head constantly. One day I came home and Tree uh, Tree Reggie's house had three car cops uh, cop cars around it, an ambulance in front in his front yard. And I later found out that Tree Reggie was ate up with spleen cancer. He had no idea. Mm. They uh, they found him unresponsive and he was pretty much comatose. I felt bad for a few days, but then I had to find someone else to fuck with. <laughs> R.I.P. Tree Reggie. Sorry about that. My gosh. Yeah. Things you do for boredom, huh? I think after that I did Babble Snatch. I don't know. (laughs) Babble Snatch. Anyhow, there was a lot more to that story, but I can't remember it all. I remember certain things, like I set him up with this girl, and, and... I, and she didn't know that I set him up with him, of course, because yeah. she would have said no. And I just put him in the same room, and I watched him try to make the moves on her, and she hit him in the face. And I I, I did all this stuff, and we used to de-pants him when he was fucking drunk and stuff. So and, you probably don't remember because the tree hit your head. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a lot more that we did that I can't even fucking remember. That <laughs> tree branch hit your head. Yeah, so. that's it. <laughs> so... Anyhow, um, I got some things that uh, I I don't get, so I need someone to explain to me. Sure. Um, the people who brag on social media about I haven't turned on my heater yet, or I haven't turned on my AC yet. What What's the big? Uh, I, don't I call understand that social even, grandstanding. That makes yeah. That sounds like a, a good the term. high horse. Yeah. 
Uh, you fucks, you turned on your uh, heater, but I didn't. I'm holding out. I'm different. And probably half of them still have their AC on and they're just lying about it. So. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think most of them don't do what they say. They just get under, hey, this sounds cool. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I call it social grandstanding. Look at me, look at me, look what I did. I didn't do the same thing. I was different when yeah. actually... They're just the run-of-the-mill fucking whoever. So they don't even care if anybody wants to hear it. They just want to say it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So here's another one I don't... Self-pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one I don't get. People who have their shirts tucked in just a little bit in the front, and then it's untucked everywhere else. Okay, I got a theory on that. Yeah. It started out completely tucked. Mm-hmm. But the more they moved around, the more it came out, and then they just didn't bother to put it all back in. Yeah. But it's weird to just selectively do that. I Be- think it stays in there because that's her belly, and it's like in the fold. Uh-huh. Where, like, most people with bellies don't have an ass. So it just flies out of the, every other region, and it stays there because it's tucked in under the wedge, under the fold. Well, see, people are doing it intentionally now. They'll put oh, on they a are? big loose, loose shirt. You'll see it all that. over in, in TV shows, in commercials. It's it's generally women. And huh. they have just uh, just like the front part you tucked know what? in. And I know what you're talking about. Untucked. And I thought the chick was just kind of sloppy. It's a look. This is a thing now. You know, I someone, see it all so, over. I someone see it I know yeah. does that, that I work with. Wow. But, but I don't understand why it's popular. Because to me, it's like saying, look at my big fat pot belly. I'm tucking my shirt in so you can get a good, clear look at my fat pot belly right here. I mean, most women don't want you to look at their belly. Oh, no. You're right. Yeah. So why are they tucking it in so you specifically look from right girdles. at their... Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I mean, women are the ones that have spanks and girdles, uh-huh. right? Why would you have spanks and girdles when you want to accentuate that? Because that's what that's doing. Yeah. I mean, tuck it in in back so I can look at your ass. That's pretty cute. You think it's some more of this ambiguous looking look? I I don't know. I think it's just some weird thing that caught on and people are just sheep and follow along some, with it. Some idiot did it. Now everybody, yeah. every idiot's doing it. It's yeah. Like, hee hee hee, look at this. But, but look now, you know, watch when you're watching, you know, some television show or even commercials the women will a lot of times have it tucked in just in front and all the rest is out and it's like they're saying look at my pot belly everyone wow. look at my big fat belly that's interesting yeah at first i thought well is, is she pregnant is she doing that because to, to accentuate her pregnant belly? she wasn't pregnant it's just uh. a fashion thing well there no one's doing it here in nashville it. but this is southern this is considered southern they don't do that here yeah. look at them I mean, most of them are wearing dresses. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting how they dress here, too. But but here's here's another one I don't get, and I can see a, a couple of examples in here. Women who wear sleeves that are just way, way too long. Mm-hmm. And just their fingers are like poking out a little I've bit I've never understood the that either. I just thought that was the dumbest thing. It's like you got to roll them up to do anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. It. The only thing I can think is... They're trying to look like a little girl. Well, here's another one. Chicks with fake fingernails that can't operate a gas pump. 
<laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah, there was a woman like that when I went to go vote, and and she was trying to operate the little keypad thing, and, and, and they have to have someone come do it for him. Oh, it's it's the most ridiculous. And these things were obviously completely fake and stuck on. So why uh, the ego or or the the vanity of people? That they would put themselves at such a physical disadvantage because they think it looks I so cool. I was in line getting gas, and the chick in front of me goes, "Excuse me, sir, could you punch in my pin code?" And I'm like, "What?" She goes, "I just got new nails, and I I, I can't do it. I can't touch anything with them." Could you? She's willingly disabled. Yes. She intentionally and willingly I, I did it, disabled but I was herself. Like, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> So yeah, but the but the too long sleeve. It's to me, it just likes a little girl who's like playing that. dress up in her mommy's clothes. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not attractive. It's just <coughs> silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I agree. You know, I can see several girls in here that you know that their fingers barely stick out of the end of their sleeve, and I guess it's supposed to be cute or or uh, I don't know. It just looks like they don't know how to shop for the right size clothing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, and that's another one I see a lot on TV. Certain shows. Uh, that's There's the show I've been watching called Manifest. And pretty much every female character on the show has, has sleeves that are just like way, way too long. It's just the look of the show. <laughs> so, so I don't know why it's such a, a popular thing. I don't know. Hey, look. I never noticed this before, but over in the corner they got uh, massage chairs. Oh, I could use a massage chair. Oh, God, yeah. I, well, we'd have to move all our shit. Well, we'll probably do that after the podcast. He said they're going to be open quite a while later, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyhow. Um, go ahead. Um... Have you ever known anyone who was a hoarder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you know, I, when I bought my house, it was it was uh, it was kind of a hoarder house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, but there are people who hoard wealth the way other people yes. hoard magazines and toenail clippings they and do. cat litter. They do. Um, right. One of the most useless things on the face of the earth is a billionaire because mm-hmm. all they're doing is taking all the money and keeping it out of circulation yes they're hoarding wealth and that's that's a mental illness it's not to be applauded and and no, you know, i agree 100 emulated it's yep. they're sick um but it, there's a different type of billionaire um whether it's a person or a corporation, but instead of making money to hoard the wealth, they make money by constantly moving money around. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the the ones that have the longevity. Billionaires kind of come and go, you know. I would agree. Or companies that that stockpile wealth come and go. They really don't that you have to change and adapt and flow and it really seems the best way to do that is to get involved every time money changes hands yeah that's that's really you know the only get rich quick scheme or easy money scheme that's gonna work and work reliably and be completely legit and legal yeah just be be somewhere in the chain when money is changing hands Mm -hmm. and take your cut 
Yeah. That's, that's about it. Yeah. Think of all the companies that, that fit that category. Banks, insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, the list goes on and on. That's true. Yeah. Their, their sole reason, their, their sole uh, uh, money stream is taking their cut every time the money goes through them. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting that uh, <laughs> that's not the, the type of billionaire or wealthy person you think of. You think of... No, no, you're right. Of, yeah. uh, like Elon Musk is a billionaire yeah, and he yeah. has all and this money. Fact, I've got a like, story about Elon Musk that a lot of people will not know. Yeah, let's go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk sells one billion worth of a new perfume, Burnt Hair. Lovely. I've checked this story out because I didn't believe it at first. It's vetted. Is that like Gwyneth Paltrow's candle? That's the scent is called. This candle smells like my vagina. That's liter. <laughs> that literally is seriously? what. The, absolutely seriously. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, has sent the uh, has scented a new opportunity to capitalize on quirky products, launching his new fragrance called Burn Hair. Whoa. He said he sold ten thousand bottles to earn one million dollars. In just hours. My God. It is $100 a bottle and will start shipping the first quarter of 2023. Yeah, that sound we're hearing is fools and their money being parted. Oh, (laughs) fools throw their money at people like this. They grab everything they have and just throw it at them. Here you go. Here, thanks. I don't want anything. I want to live in poverty because I'm a stupid fuck. That's what that is got a theory about people like that <laughs> we can talk about in a bit <laughs> uh, okay previous must products tesla's own brand of tequila and a uh-huh. pair of short shorts and he had short shorts for dudes yes ew i don't want to see that no i know nobody, I... nobody wants to see that <laughs> no 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 <laughs> so yeah is company boring his name is boring Last valued at five point seven billion dollars, sold flamethrowers and other unique weapons. That's just on a weapon company. Five point seven billion. All this is vetted. It is true. I think this is an example of him moving his money around. Yes, exactly. When you start going into that, I looked this story up real quick because I remembered. I was like, "Wow, that's just like what I." uh, looked up the other day mm-hmm. i just happened to find it on the newswire uh, i do some uh, show uh, show prep on certain websites to find out different stories than people yeah. normally get and this is one i'm on it's like you know elon musk makes actually a majority of his money off of quirky products who would who the fuck would have known you thought tesla you would have thought yeah oh he made all his money from tesla that's not true yeah yeah i mean the company that makes the perfume is not going to be around in 30 years with no, career employees he's going to make and a billion dollars off of it and wipe his ass with it and go. Yeah, yeah. And off of a stupid idea. Nobody likes burnt hair. It's a gag gift. Yep. $100 a bottle. Rubes run out and get it. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, I, I have a theory about people who buy into stuff like this. I, I used to think... You know, people really are so foolish and naive and gullible. Yeah. But now I think, no, I think to a large degree people know that it's bullshit. 
like the reality shows, they know it's wrong. They know it's fake. This product, they know it's it's worthless. Um, some new action movie comes out, and they run out to see it. They know it's a piece of garbage, but mm-hmm. it's just fun to go along. It's fun to do the things that everyone else is doing, and uh-huh. maybe their lives are just kind of empty and shallow, but... They're like, eh, we'll put up with the bullshit and pretend to smile and be happy and just, you know, buy into you know, it and yeah. it's fun. Yeah. So I, I think people realize that there's a lot of fake and, and, and falseness to a lot of this, but they don't, they don't want to know. They don't care to acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, here, See, here's an I, example. Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, I would put burn hair in the catalog of Johnson Smith. Remember the Johnson Smith catalog? Yes. Yes, Gag I gifts do. and uh-huh. stuff like that. They had the gum that turned your fucking mouth blue. Yeah. And uh-huh. the, and the, the sneezing powder gum and all that yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. And sea monkeys. and Yeah, uh, they would be smelling uh, selling cans boomerangs. of liquid ass if yeah, they were. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I put that in that category. Yeah. People do that as a gag gift. Hey, hey, you want you want to put on some of my cologne? What is it? Burn hair? What? <laughs> and they spray a little. Ugh! So, yeah. Anyhow, you were going to say something. Yeah, right? um, along the lines of buying into the fake for entertainment value. Earlier I was watching coverage of the weather in <laughs> Buffalo, New York, where they're getting oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. boatloads of Six snow. Six feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> And they had this guy out there standing in, in this big snowy area, snow on the trees, and there are you know, kind of people milling around every now and then behind him. And uh, a young man and young woman walked up, and he was talking to them and, and you know, sp- supposedly asking what they were doing out in the snow, and then the guy was started saying, well, I wanted to do this. And he pulled it, reached into his jacket and pulled out a ring box and got down on his knee. And, and the weather caster was like, oh, wow, oh, this is so cool. And the girl was like, ha, 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 ha. And the guy's like, oh, we couldn't get to Niagara. Will you marry, will you spend the rest of your life with me? And the girl's like, ha, ha, yeah, of course I will. Totally fake. You could tell yeah. it was just absolutely totally fake. And the clincher was, you could tell the man and the woman both had... Uh, wireless microphones installed on them. The little microphone that the guy was holding up was nowhere near their mouths, but we could hear them perfectly just as well as the guy himself. So they had already been off of the sideline and the producers fitted them with microphones and stuff. Nothing spontaneous about it. But still, the weather announcer was like, Oh, wow, oh, cool, wow. That sounds typical. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the two wandered off, he turned to the main camera again and went, "Wow, that was so out. That was so surprised. That was out of the blue. Wow!" It's like, dude, this is so incredibly fake. Everyone knows it's fake, and then that that just reinforced. Well, like, I wouldn't say everybody. Yeah, but I think yeah. so many people realize it's fake, but at the same time they'll go, "Ah, that's cute," and they don't want to think about the part that's totally fake. Yeah. So they're getting what they can out of the shit that they're seeing on TV. Yes. You know, if you're if you're having somebody throw 300 pounds of shit at you and there's a dollar bill stuck in there, instead of complaining about the 300 pounds of shit hitting your face, you it's go, like, oh, wow, I got, a dollar, I got a dollar bill. Yeah. And 
sure, look on the bright side, but do something about the shit hitting your face. <laughs> yes. But it just so it was disappointing to see the Weather Channel being such horrors like that. It's just disgusting. Yeah, the Weather Channel's <laughs> been horrors ever since they have people out there in hurricanes. Oh yeah. That's such and then people that bullshit. died chasing tornadoes. Yes. They've been whores for a long time. Uh, but one of the very famous ones that I always loved is is uh, the female reporter was standing, um, I forgot, was it Irma or something like that, Hurricane Irma or yeah. something, going for Florida. And that's where Dicks Out for Harambe was invented. <laughs> College students ran by naked screaming, Dicks Out for Harambe! Dicks Out for Harambe! <laughs> and that is where it began. There's there's a video on YouTube that you can find of uh, uh, on the street weather reporters overacting, where it shows them you know leaning into the wind and you're know, squinting and struggling, and then like six feet away, some guys walking by in shorts and a t-shirt, just standing normally, like, what the hell's this person acting like this for? You know? And they'll walk up right behind him, and the, you know the weather announcer is like, "Oh my God, I can barely hang on!" And the guy behind him is like shrugging his shoulders. <laughs> and then there's one where the guy goes back flipping around behind him, <laughs> and the weather forecast is like, "This is so dangerous out here!" Oh my God, <laughs> I'm risking my life to bring you this weather. And then yep. a guy back there is like dancing around. Yep. I'm going to have to look for that video on YouTube again to see some of the best moments of weather reporters overacting. (laughs) Let's see. uh, uh, One of my favorite was a local one, and um, it was a uh, female reporter. Katie Horner. Oh, oh God. Oh, if you're talking about... Queen of Scream. Oh, my God, yeah. They called her Sally Tornado. Yeah. She would be over the top. Well, she sent... uh, she stopped for a while to raise her kids, I believe, uh-huh. and then she came back. She was off the air for, what, 10 years, maybe? Yeah. And her kids are all grown up enough now to where she can go back to work, so I really respect her. Yeah. But she used to be like, um, well, one time, I remember, she called the tornado in Johnson County, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was just a rotating storm, and the other people had to, all the other news stations got on the air and said, uh, they wouldn't say her name, mm-hmm. but they said... There's been a report of a tornado in Johnson County. That's not true. It's not a tornado. (laughs) It's just a rotating storm, and it's not tight rotation, so there's no actual tornado in it. Yeah, I've seen storms like that. They're they're rotating, but it's just a loose, disorganized kind of rotating. Yeah, the other three channels actually got (laughs) on, but they wouldn't say her name. They said there's been reports of... Of someone around town saying that there is an actual tornado in Johnson County. That was their way of saying...
thinks she's full of shit. Yes. <laughs> but she used to be like, go to your safe room. Put your be- put your football helmet on. Do it right now. And I mean, she was just Oh, so yeah. Over- put your football helmet on. Yeah. I remember that one. Under- underneath the bed <laughs> or something embarrassing strong. Herself in the so middle bad. of the room or down in your basement. Go to your safe place right now. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Meanwhile, you, you pan to Kansas City and people are on top of their roofs looking for this thing. Yep. Hey, hey, is that it? Over? No, 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 no. Uh, hey, look, is that a lowering of the cloud? No, that's not it. That storm's over here. I don't see anything. You know, it's because it's in rain, dipshit. It's wrapped in rain. You're not going to see it. But anyhow, but um, anyhow, yeah, it was it was Katie Horner that that everybody used to call her Sally Tornado and yeah. all that stuff and everything. But I respect her. She's actually a really good meteorologist. It's just that she went so over the, the top on it. It was just joke. It was fodder. Yeah. You know, people would always imitate her. Oh, my God. You know, turn and on Katie Horner so you can hear Of course, you know the news producer was telling her to do this. It wasn't her choice. No, to I do know. It. I agree. She was, she was doing you what see, she was told. And then that's when Channel 4 came back with Calm Among the Storm. Yeah. And they would downplay it. Uh-huh. There'd be a large tornado on the ground. They'd be like, "Ah, don't worry about it. It's going to go away in a couple was, of minutes." Traditionally, these F5s don't last, but ten minutes, guys. That was I a did. direct slap in the face. Yes, it Channel was. Nine and Katie. Yeah, Order. they were saying, "Hey, if you want to be scared to death, come over here. We have a kinder, <laughs> gentler tornado. Yeah, <laughs> our tornadoes don't hurt anybody. If, if you want and the hysterical say, screamer, go to Channel yeah, Nine. Yeah, yeah. Over here, we'll. If you want to die in ten minutes, go there. Yeah, but if you want to hang out and have a soda and watch this thing just kind of dance in the <laughs> sky, Channel Four is right here, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Okay, two douchebags, one microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Christopher. Hello. Hello, all. We are still in Nashville. Nashville's nice. Yeah, we're at the Filthy Bean. They have good coffee here. Oh, it's great. Oh, so good. Love Nashville. Great place. Mm. Yeah, we came here for the uh, National Association of Podcasters. Nap. Yep, Nap. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and anyhow, we had a very good time. We met a lot of them, a lot of podcasters. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I really like the setup of uh, of um, what was it? Um, oh, they're they're on. Um, I believe they're on Barstool Sports. Hmm. They're a duo. They're a sports duo. 
I can't think of their names. Oh, yeah. Uh, their setup was really cool. Yeah, that's another nice thing about this convention is you can look at other people's setups and can equipment. They and were equipment really cool, too. Here. Really nice people. They gave yeah. us a lot of hints and different things. Mm -hmm. But this has been a very eye-opening experience. There's a lot of podcasters and a lot of them that are really, I mean, let, let's see, like one of the featured people. And they really don't want us to get into who they are and stuff like that yeah. for different reasons. But anyhow, some of the people, yeah, they have like 300 million people <clears throat> listening to them. Yeah. I mean, and that's just a podcast. Yeah. People just grab and go, you know. They're on their, in their car and go, oh, okay, we're going to listen to two douchebags and microphone. Everyone else is like, why? <laughs> yeah. and, the, uh, and that one yeah. person just wanted to torture his kids or whatever. Yeah. But anyhow... It, there's a lot of really elaborate operations going on. Yeah, I, I was really impressed with that that uh, that couple that's just a few booths down from uh, where we were. It, uh, the sober chicks who bite each other. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah! That, that was great. That yeah. podcast sounded really interesting it and fun. Really did. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm going to definitely look. The into. one that I really liked was the mime. Yeah. Oh, that uh -huh. was so entertaining. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I can duplicate it really well. Hang on. Here is my podcast of the mime. It was really good. I recorded some of it. Here it goes. Yeah, you can really you can really hear him doing it. it. Isn't that great? Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Cool. Oh man. That was so cool. Oh, that had to have hurt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, mime podcast. I mean he's brilliant. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Great ideas. Yeah. Great ideas. So anyhow, nap was great. We enjoyed our nap. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyhow, Christopher's got a pretty interesting little subject there yeah. that I love because it's true. Here, here's an unexpected way to look at, at something. Actors are actually really horrible people. <laughs> they truly are, and I'm well, going to make well, Let me point. say one name. Alec Baldwin. Well, there you go. That yeah. crass old crotchety piece of fuck. <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> Well, you know, people will look down on, say, like, lawyers because they'll do anything for money. Uh, or, actors know, are lawyers. Crack all whores, yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah. they'll have sex for crack. Yeah. But, Which is great. The world needs them. I guess so. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who else are we going to do, you know, human experiments on? Exactly. <laughs> but actors, my God, they'll do anything for money. Or at least they'll show you themselves doing something. They'll pretend to do it in front of you. That's for, true. To entertain you. Here's some of the things actors do for money. Slap a baby. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kill a nun. Yes. Actors do, will do that. Sure. Pay them enough, they'll kill a oh, nun. Oh, hell yeah. Kick a dog. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Murder a child. Yes. Mm -hmm. Burn a corpse in public. Yes. Actors do that. I've seen actors do that. You probably see that in Vikings. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Rape a woman, or yes. rape a man, or rape an animal. I've seen yeah. all of that. Yeah, I've seen actors do all of those things. That's true. What horrible people these are! They are. for money. They'll <laughs> do these these horrible things while people film them yeah. or watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Ejaculate on other people. Yeah. I've seen actors do that. Destroy good people. Yeah. Gosh. How about violence in general? Yeah. I mean, they think nothing are just like mowing down 50 people with an automatic. It's no big deal. Yep. 
These these are horrible, horrible people. They're make they're trying to make it look so fun and cool and entertaining while they do these just completely hideous things. Yeah, yeah but they do it under the <laughs> guise of entertainment. Yep. We're entertaining you, so yep. you know, it's all right. And then when the cameras stop rolling, people say, Ooh, you're my favorite actor, I love you. That's why they really do it right there. <laughs> these are people, in my opinion, that never did fit in anywhere and needed people the constant reassurance. They just they just got done skull fucking Mother Teresa and then they go sign an autograph for the ten year old. Oh here, oh thank you. <laughs> but oh. it was just special effects. Yeah, but you did it, didn't you? You still did it. In you the still movie, did so, it. You know what? Yeah, yeah I actors agree. are terrible people. Now the actors in commercials are they better or worse? Um, I think. Because they're doing these horrible things worse, and they're trying to sell worse. you a product. Because how about like the HIV fucking medication? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that That's kind of uh, everyone on there has uh, has the HIV. And everyone yeah. on there has to have all this regular stuff. And, I mean, you know, they're, they're like on there all smiling and happy. Mm-hmm. You know they got to be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're not, like, skipping around. Yay! I have HIV, but I got this new medicine. They're like, oh, fuck, man. I hope this shit doesn't go full-blown, man. That would suck ass. Have you seen that one commercial? I forget what the medication is. But in the uh, disclaimer, they say it's not for people born female. Born female. Yeah. They they phrase it as not for people assigned female later gender at birth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you have to be born and born male in order to use this this Got it. medication. Mm-hmm. So all the people in commercial in the commercial are uh, men. Or so transgender pickup trucks can't use it. Well, transgender, you know, men who have trans transitioned yeah. to. To women still can use this medication because yeah, the medication true. recognizes their body as male. Okay. But I was thinking in the back of my mind it's because proprietary. I'm proprietary. Because yeah. because I'm well, it's it's based it's linked to your genes. Yeah. But, you know, and I guess for a female it either wouldn't work or would wouldn't do the right thing. But um but of course my devious mind was thinking that the ad company we've got to find a way to get a lesbian couple in there. Yeah, into they that commercial. Yeah. We have to get a lesbian couple into that commercial. It's like <laughs> but they can't use the product. They specifically can't use But we got to <laughs> That was probably a dilemma down there. Yeah. Like, can't we have them just walking by in the background? Just just like in the commercial for the IUD, they're desperate to try to get a a male and a male and male couple. In the commercial for yeah, the IUD. Yeah, but there's no way they could. It's like, uh, <laughs> neither one of them can use this. <laughs> but we have to. That's we another one where you have to be Steve born female there. to use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's how my devious mind worked on that commercial. <laughs> I, I think that's fantastic myself mm-hmm. because it's true. Yeah. I mean, I really think so. I mean, what what a shitty thing to like uh, to play like a child murderer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would feel bad just being in that film, you know, uh, partaking in that type of activity. Yeah. Supposedly, now if it's if it's a real person who really existed, mm-hmm. and you are 
recreating, portraying what they really did. Yeah. That's fine. I understand that. Well, but to yeah. just make up some movie where you do these hideous and mm-hmm. horrible things and have an actor go, yay, I can't wait to be that person on film and do oh, those really? hideous things. Oh, really? You want to be John Wayne Gacy of... on film? Yeah. You, you can't wait to, like, <laughs> kill children and throw them underneath your uh, yeah. um, floor? So yeah. There's my little tongue-in-cheek thing about actors being horrible, horrible people. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I mean, look, there's a lot of fine actors out there that are good people. Yeah. But we're generalizing <laughs> and just having fun. Well, that's what we do. This whole show is parody. Don't believe shit. Yeah. Allegedly. Or better yet, <laughs> if you don't think something's right, go look it up yourself. Then you can go, those guys, I might as well wipe my ass with their fucking podcast. They yeah. don't know shit. Or get get your own podcast and ask and have us listen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening to I, us, we'll listen to you. I would consider one of the greatest compliments we could have ever have this podcast if someone goes, you know what, you really made me think. You really and laughter. Laughter and thinking, I think, are some of the two things that are so underrated. Yeah. So, well, I'm, uh, I got a little story here. You sure. ready for it? Okay. Springfield, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. A woman uh, that was to receive an eviction notice uh, from deputies is now facing several assault charges. Oh, no. And battery charges <laughs> after she allegedly sent a swarm of bees after the officers. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was like, she had an apri, I guess. Uh, uh, was a beekeeper, I guess. Yeah. Okay. wonder if this is like superpower bee woman or... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is white trash that had a bee... Well, I think she's white. I don't know. Yeah. It's Massachusetts. She is white. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow. Yeah, Springfield, Mass... Well, it's not the right Springfield for the Simpsons, but... Uh, no, but, you know. Where is, where is Springfield? Is it Illinois, I think? I think the Springfield and the Simpsons, they said, was Missouri. Did they say is Missouri? Okay. I think they said it was Missouri. Okay. And then, but something also is thinking they said it's Springfield, Oregon. Hmm. I can't Hang remember. Hang on. Damn it, word bitch. Oh, oh, I can't call her. Oh, no. Okay, hang on. Yeah, last time she, she iceboxed me out for what? Yes. Yeah, okay. Google princess. Yeah. <laughs> Google sweetheart. <laughs> okay, Google. What Springfield is the Simpsons located in? According to NPR, Springfield and Simpsons was based on town in Oregon all along. The two-way map rating tells Smithsonian Magazine that the show's location is based on Springfield, Oregon. Okay, I was, my second go. thought was right. Springfield, okay. Oregon. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Springfield, Massachusetts okay. and the bee bitch. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> Rory, Rory Woods, 55, pleaded not guilty after arraignment October 12th. She claimed it was a protest to them serving a wrongful eviction. No officers were hmm. injured. Badly. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it said that in there, too, in the yeah. article. No, and with a comma. No officers were injured. Badly. Badly. <laughs> Luckily, no one had a bee allergy. Oh, true. The Hampton County Sheriff's Office was called to serve an eviction notice when the attack occurred. Wow, I wonder how she sicked them on her. That's what I was wondering the whole time. I got a little hee-hee off of this, but I was like, Hey, bees! 
Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Man. How, I can see them arresting her just because they can arrest her and then drop the charges and dump her. But I don't know how they're going to prosecute her for sicking the bees on them. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you grab some bees and smash them against the guy, then he's going to smell like dead bees and the other bee's going to attack him. But they'll attack her, too, because she's got a handful of smashed meat. Yeah. I, so, I, I, I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to did she like up. take? Did she take the whole cage of bees and throw it at them? Maybe, oh, maybe she threw a honeycomb at them. Oh, there we go. Yeah. She picked the queen bee out and threw it on one of the officers. That could do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to follow this up with our crack staff. Yeah, we will. And plumber's crack. Yes. We got plumber's crack now. We quit dealing with the other crack because the plumber's crack are much easier to control. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. They, they don't argue and bitch and run and scream and all that. A room full of guys. rabid monkeys. Yeah, yep. Okay. Oh, speaking of actors. Okay. There was a reality show that's been long, long running where this guy's... Uh, he and his group dig up gold, mm-hmm. um, probably in Alaska, I think it is. I don't know the exact name, but uh, during this promo, they, they're saying that uh, this this guy, uh, they're coming up on 50,000 ounces of gold harvested in his career, and that's a milestone, I guess, for him or something. So I, th- I thought, hmm, if he's got... 50,000 ounces of gold out of the ground, how much is that worth? And I looked it up, and the current value of gold is a little over $1,600 per ounce. Oh, wow. And you multiply that by 50,000, and that's 82 million and change. This guy has really pulled $82 million worth of gold out of the ground, and he's still doing this dumbass TV show? I don't think so. I, I smell bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to call I, bullshit on that. Yeah. Okay, so all of a sudden we're going into our I call bullshit, and I call bullshit like you do. So I started thinking, okay, maybe they're lying about the 50,000 ounces. Back in your house. They would have How is to. anybody going to check? How is yeah. anybody going to know? They, all yeah, you know is right. what they tell you. Yeah. So that's the easiest. Another is maybe he really has pulled 50,000 ounces out, and the overhead and cost is so insanely high that after all that, he's got only you know a couple hundred bucks in the bank. You know? I maybe that's that. it. You know? I bet you that's it. In which case, he's not making money as a gold miner. He's mm-hmm. making money playing a gold miner on TV. Bingo. So that would make sense why the show is on and why it's handled like yeah. it is. And that's that's for a lot of shows. It's like, you know, the, the, the hunting shows or the fishing shows well, or, um, or the cooking shows. They're 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 making money playing that part on TV. They're not making money doing that. Well this is kinda like it, but I found this out not too long ago. Um, have you ever seen my lottery dream home? Yes. Okay. It has a really flamboyant um, David guy on there who I love. He is so funny. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's the perfect character to play that guy. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, these homes, they pay most of them. So, they're stressing out about this. Yeah. Okay. So, what what happens is, is they pay a portion of that home. Yeah. They yeah, have it on the, there. For the TV show. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, they help these people get into more home than they can afford. Of course, yes. they're stuck with the taxes. So, like, if they say they four twenty-five, yeah, I think a lot of people couldn't afford them after that too. Yeah, they may realize <laughs> that after they get the tax bill. Uh-huh. But like, let's say some um, somebody's dream home threshold is four twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Actually, their threshold is three twenty-five, in my lottery dream home. Kicks in the extra hundred k, and and this is what I read. I didn't vet this, but I mean, this is what I read. It it makes sense why people would do it. Yeah, and the real realtor association will help underwrite that because they have a vested interest in people spending more on exactly. Yeah, so they're like, yeah, we we'll do this. Look, it's all legit. You're paying this much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're trying to promote the behavior of buying houses more frequently and paying more money for them. Yes. So they're underwriting these shows that show people doing that. I, and I'm pretty sure that's how the whole show originated. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, then that's why you get such a strong character like David. Yeah. The, you know, the the very uh, energetic, yeah. very... It's not uh, like he friendly. came up with that show idea no. himself. He it's was not the like perfect they came, for that guy. It's not like somebody house. came up with the show and said, let's go find sponsors. It's the real estate company went and said, we want you to create a show like this yes. <laughs> to promote this kind of behavior. So yeah. write a show for us. Yeah. That's exactly how yeah, it works. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So they do a casting and then they find this yeah. guy that fits the bill perfectly and then, you know, and then they go to people that are buying houses in different areas and go, mm-hmm. well, we want someone from, let's see, how about Maine? Mm-hmm. And they want to move to um, Florida. Bermuda. Yeah, or Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it makes perfect sense. It's like the restaurant putting out a buffet and hoping you find something you like, or the restaurant cooking exactly what you like when you order it. Exactly. That's yes. how they're doing it now. They're they're creating the show for exactly how it's supposed to look, so the advertisers get what they want. Yeah. So, but you know that's fine. That's the way it works now. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's a very successful show, and it's very yeah. entertaining. I enjoy it. Here, here's an interesting thing to think about that show. Let's say instead of the David being the host, it was a uh, like. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell type lesbian. Mm-hmm. The show would not do no. Now, in the current version of the show, the host flirts with both the both of the couple. Yeah, he does. Yes, he flirts with the girl and she giggles. He flirts with the guy and he gets embarrassed and the girl giggles. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a rather butch-looking lesbian and she flirts with the girl, is everyone going to giggle? No. She flirts with the man. Is the woman going to giggle about it? No. See, gay men can do that. Gay yes. women aren't allowed to on TV. You're right. Isn't that funny? You're right. Yeah, that is funny. Huh. And it even goes as far as this. A gay bar, a, mm-hmm. a, a couple of heterosexual women can go into a gay bar and probably have a great time, enjoy dancing with all the men, etc., yeah. etc. Et okay. Imagine a lesbian bar. A couple of straight guys go in and hang out. They're getting the stink eye. Yeah. They're not getting served. If they do, there's somebody going to spit in their drink. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. How come it doesn't work both ways? That's... I don't Isn't that weird? An, yeah. I want to have an answer for that. Yeah. Hey, will you pass the simple syrup behind you? Oh, yeah. Here you go. 
you know, this is a really, really great pour over, but the thing is, is at the bottom there, it, it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of lost a little bit of its flavor. I just need to take a little of the simple syrup and oh, stir yeah. it. Yeah, let me give it. Yeah, we'll stay awake for the flight home anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because we are leaving tonight. We're not staying, but oh well. It was fun. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, that, that does pose really good questions that, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I I wish, this is one of those things where I wish I had some sort of a definite answer. Yeah. It's just interesting to to realize that this is going on and we don't consciously think about it. But when you consciously think about it, how come it's okay for one group to do it, but -hmm. when the other does it, it's suddenly everyone's uncomfortable and it's weird. Yeah. There's still a lot of very set feelings about what men should do and what women should do yeah. that govern a lot of this. Yeah. If you're truly open-minded, then you don't care how, which direction it goes and who's flirting with who and how anyone takes it. But if you're still hung up on traditional gender roles, then it makes you uncomfortable to see a butch lesbian flirting with a guy and then flirting with his wife and then flirting with the guy and, and touching them and calling him sweetheart. And, but when a gay man does it, you're like, oh, well, that's fine. Eh, you're still hung up on traditional gender roles. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Which is fine if you are. You know, I'm just saying, admit it to yourself. Yep. Uh... Okay, um, you were wanting to go into what? Electric cars. I'm curious about them. Of course, now that I say that, I'm going to be flooded with uh, targeted ads for electric cars. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, I see the ads for a number of different companies making electric vehicles, all electric, and they talk about their, you know, 300-mile range, 400-mile range, Mm -hmm. whatever. But then I remember that electric uh, battery that charge in the battery has to run absolutely everything in the car like the lights the radio mm-hmm. if you plug your phone in to charge is charging your phone if you're running the AC in the summertime I mean it's sucking a ton of energy windshield wipers I mean all that is taking away energy that could be driving your car forward yeah so when they say a 300 mile range is that like if you don't turn anything on <laughs> and if you're actually doing normal driving, it's more like 75 miles if you're lucky. <laughs> okay. I have an answer to some of that now. I can't speak for a Tesla because I think a Tesla is different because uh-huh. I actually know a Tesla owner. And it doesn't sound to me like they have an issue at all. Okay. This has all been accounted for. But my friend um, owned an, um, a Mitsubishi I Leave, I think, or I Leave, oh, yeah. or something like that. And that thing was horrible. Because he would get stuck in traffic, and he would literally have to shut... And this during the winter, he would literally have to shut off the uh, um, defroster and roll down the windows. Because it would ch- it would use too much battery power. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the same way with the AC. Yeah. Um, gunning it. Yeah. Um, all of these things were factors in what he had to do. And he constantly had to be aware... Of how much battery he had left and when he had to go back home. Yeah. 
it's kind of like, well, there's, uh, let's see, it's 12 miles to home, and I have about a little bit more than that in battery, so I better mm-hmm. head back. Yeah. So I know that at one point he tried to reach uh, where I lived in Cleveland at the time, Cleveland, Missouri at the time. Uh-huh. And he couldn't. He had to turn around and go home because his car just was using too much juice. Gosh. So, yeah. So, so that's something to think about. If, you know, if it's just one person in the car... And you can do with some modest climate control. That's you know, that's, you can get some decent range. Well, but if it, you got a minivan full of kids and everyone wants to plug in the screen and they want the AC blasting, there's no way you could do it unless it's a Tesla. Yeah, there's no way. And plus, um, there's also um, uh, my friend uh, Bob. He passed away. Mm-hmm. He owned a BMW too. Those uh, electric car. That wasn't as bad either. But he still had to watch what he was doing. Yeah, I think that went up to 300 miles on a charge. It kind of reminds me of, uh, remember when Ford came out with the EcoBoost engine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. It was a smaller engine, but they said it had the same performance as the bigger engine because it had a turbo on it. Yeah. And then they published these great mileage numbers, mm-hmm. but the people who bought the truck didn't realize that you had to drive it like a little old lady in order to get those mileage numbers. I remember that, yeah. If you wanted the same performance as the big truck, you're sucking down gas just like a big truck. And they claimed they were sold a bill of goods, and I think there was talk of a class action lawsuit. But seriously, if you're not smart enough to realize what a turbo means on your engine... No, a lot of people are not smart enough. Yeah. But I don't. I think that's a buyer beware kind of situation. It is. It is. Is they they gave it as a little small engine so you could drive it around like a like a little old granny and get the good mileage. But truck buyers don't want to do that. No. They want to rev that sucker up and blast away to the next stoplight. Okay. Yeah. Your turbo is going to suck half your tank down. Well, and, and, <laughs> yeah. And and speaking on the thing of electric cars here. Like, even the new trucks, electric trucks, don't look like trucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, they still have a lot of innovation to go on the electric vehicle, there's no doubt. Yeah. Now, once they perfect it, will it be like a combustible engine? I don't know. But it's going to be much better than where we are right now. So. Yeah. I, I really think electric is going to be everything, I think. I think so, too. And... and I understand some reluctance about um, giving up the com- internal combustion engine for mm-hmm. the car, etc. But seriously, if you're so against electric and love your gas engine, then put a gas engine on your phone. <laughs> Take out the electric battery and put a gas engine on your phone. Yeah. True. Put a gas engine on your ele- on your razor or uh, your, your blender. Yeah. 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 Put a put a gasoline engine on your computer. Mm-hmm. If you don't like electric powered things, if you don't think electric powered is good or they're all stupid, then quit using all these electrical things. Yeah. Get electric. Get gasoline powered lamps and lights in your Just house. Like, I knew a guy that bought a, <laughs> got he bought the pedals that plugged into a TV. Uh-huh. I don't even think I sell them anymore. You want your TV to come on, you had to pedal. It, it was designed for exercise while you're watching TV. Yeah. He threw them away. <laughs> he was like, fuck this. Yep. So, anyhow. Yeah, I have seen that where you got somebody pedaling a bicycle to run an uh, electrical appliance. He was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, there's so many fake things in TVs and movies that, that yeah. they kind of have to make fake in order to, to not run into a bunch of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so tiresome. Like the 555 phone numbers. Yeah. When they say, what's your phone number? Well, 555. It's like, Couldn't okay. Couldn't they do something else? Like, we know that's a fake phone number. It is, we're so tired of hearing 555. Yeah. Can't, can't they figure out a way around that that's not so obvious? Isn't there another number that they don't use? Like 111 or something? I don't know. Yeah. Two, but whatever two, two. it is, it's going to be instantly recognizable. You know, it yeah, needs to true. just be a way to say either say the random set of numbers, or not even say them out loud, and just transmit them some other way. But saying five 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 just it sounds so fake. It, it yeah. Another thing that I start seeing is instead of saying dollar amounts, mm-hmm. they'll write them down on a piece of paper and show them, and no one ever says. Oh, the I've dollar seen that too. Loud. Yeah, and that drives me nuts because yeah. it doesn't get the full effect of. Yeah. And I don't know when when it turned to that instead of saying, you know, dollar amounts out loud, but all of a sudden it's writing amounts down on a little piece of paper. Yeah, and I don't know why um, they do that. I mean, why in the world... Oops, sorry, I got a little close to the yeah. microphone there. <laughs> well, and then the loud repeating telephone conversation where they're they're repeating every line the person on the other end says because you can't hear them. Oh, yeah. You yeah. say, hello? No, I'm not over at Grandma's house eating cookies. It's like, <laughs> you know, no one talks like that. They would just yeah. say, huh? No. Uh, what did you say? Is my dog in your yard? <laughs> no, no, my dog is not in my yard. Yeah, and the reason they do that is because they don't want to hire another voice actor to do the other line. Yeah. So they have the one actor say both both ends of the conversation, and it makes it it's so unrealistic and so stupid. Yeah. And we tolerate it. It's like, come on, come up well, with some other way it. to do it. That's just it. We tolerate it. Yeah. That's just it right there. But you know, when these things pop up, it instantly reminds me I'm watching something that's fake. It's a fake TV show. I lose all sense of immersion in the story in the plot. Mm-hmm. It instantly reminds me, oh, any minute now someone's going to yell cut. It's all just fake and phony. No, it does that to me too. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Or how about the the unfinished plans for a date? It's like the guy and the gal or the guy and the guy is like, hey, let's get together for dinner Friday. Oh, okay, yeah, great. Okay, I'll see you then. Yeah. Wait Instead a minute. Instead it's like, wait Where? Is it going to be? Uh, exactly yeah. what time? Yeah. <laughs> how are you supposed to dress? Is it dinner? You see, the proper way to be is one of them will go, I'll call you, we'll figure it out. Uh-huh. But they don't ever do that. It's no, just like, oh, they I'll just... see that by... Yeah, it's all just kind of... They blow right past it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, this is another one that's great. You get one brief little appearance of a baby mm-hmm. for a, a character who is a parent. Like, they'll come home, and, and here's the baby, and they oh, yeah, I'll pick up the baby, and then they'll put the baby down. You never see it again, never hear it again. No, you're right. You get about three seconds, so you can go, oh, this parent's a good, this person's a good parent, and then they just throw the baby out of the scene completely. Yeah. So unrealistic. It's, come on. There's the crib sitting right there, and the baby never makes a peep while the other characters are shouting and throwing stuff. No, yeah. that baby be waking up, man. <laughs> this just reminded me of this. Have you seen the commercial where the, the, um, it's a Christmas commercial, and it's a guy and a girl, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, anyhow, the guy buys the girl a puppy, and she buys him a truck, and he goes over there and hugs the truck and is all uh-huh. happy, right? Okay, that little puppy runs right up to that girl, jumps in her arms, and, and starts whimpering with its mouth closed. It is the most <laughs> fake fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it just like, she, he just bought this dog, right? Uh-huh. And it's supposed to know that that's for her. And it didn't walk up to, it didn't run up to him because uh-huh. he went and picked it out. And, hey, Fluffy, how you doing? I'm... Instead, he runs right to the girl, jumps in her arms, and goes, mm, 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 without even those, moving his mouth. That's one of those things where people watching know that it's fake as fuck. Oh, I, I but yeah. They, but they'd rather just be lost up and lost in the cuteness of the moment. Yeah. So they just and decide the to ignore the fakeness. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whimpering when you watch it. You can actually kind of almost hear, like, the tracks in it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, that whimpering came from over there. That didn't come from the dog. Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, there are times when it's, it sounds so fake that you wonder, did they even really try? Or is did they just figure, Here's the eh, deal. good enough. No, it's good enough. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. <laughs> good enough for government work. They know that nobody's going to check in. No one cares. We used to say that a lot around the post office when things went wrong. Eh, good enough for government work. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much truth to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see. Oh, spontaneous travel. Oh, That's another okay. one that's fake as hell. No one ever has to get time off from work. No one ever has to get a, ca- a dog sitter or a babysitter or else there's one immediately available. No one has, ever has to, uh, um, like, pack. Or buy tickets. It's just like, oh, so-and-so wants us there in Aspen tomorrow. Let's go! And suddenly they're on a plane. (laughs) That's so unrealistic. It's like, you need days to plan this kind of shit, or you're going to have a nightmare when you get home. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Or you're, uh... There's a big meal set out. People take one bite and then they talk the rest of the time, and all the yeah. rest of that food goes to waste. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can see the food going cold. Yeah, and they sit there and poke it around on their plate and move it and, and push it around, and they never actually eat it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Big Bang Theory was real notorious for that. They they have Chinese takeout, and everyone pick up their little rice container. And just poke in that over and over and over and pretend like they're eating out of that. <laughs> That's just your rice, man. <laughs> That's the filler. Come on. Throw yeah. it in with the other stuff. Um, and then I noticed this on a show the other day. The, um, the product placement items. Uh, they never break or fail. Or malfunction. You know, if someone opens up a laptop and you see the Apple logo on the laptop, mm-hmm. guaranteed throughout that show or commercial or whatever, no one's ever going to have a problem with that computer. It's going to perform just flawlessly. You're right. Yeah. That I noticed that on a show I was watching. Uh, Ford was obviously the sponsor, mm-hmm. uh, one of the sponsors in the show, because everybody in the show drove Fords, and they yeah. always were brand new, shiny, perfect, wonderful. Yeah, whether you heard them verbally or not, that yeah. was an advertisement for yeah. Ford. But there was one case where a character had been out, you know, four-wheeling, 
living off the land. You know, he dressed awful. He looked pretty terrible, and his car was all dirty and cluttered. Mm-hmm. That was a Chevy. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Everything else in the entire series has been a Ford. That one was a Chevy because wow. it was dirty and had crap inside. That's funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, I just that, that I thought that was. Uh, I've seen some other things about you know movie cliches and TV cliches that we need to get rid of, but those are the ones that were kind of have been sticking out in my mind lately. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see here. You know, ever since the mighty Mississippi uh, has been reduced to a trickle of its former self, it has revealed many surprises. The latest is a um, is the Diamond Lady Riverboat. It took its maiden voyage in the early 1990s, so it's not that old. No, that's recent. Yeah, according to Captain William Lozer, president of Memphis Riverboats, he told news sources it operated as a floating casino until 1999, so it wasn't even in in operation for that long. From yeah. uh, from early 1990s to 1999 so let's say six years maybe yeah okay so six years probably at best it was floating around the mississippi and it was yeah. a gambler because that used to be before they built these canals yeah with the with the river boats in them uh-huh. so they technically they got it like that air know? quotes around riverboat yeah <laughs> so like all the river boats in kansas city have a canal dug yeah and, and the boat actually really isn't even in water. No, it's just water is touching it somewhere. Yes. That's, that's, so that's all it needs. So that's counted as being a floating casino when it yeah. really isn't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, until 1999, it was taken out of service in favor of bigger, newer boats. Lozer said, The boat was moved to Riverside Park Marina, but winter storms proved too much for it and sunk it into the river. Huh. Now, since they found it because the Mississippi is so, um, um, so low. depleted, so low, yeah. they don't know what to do with it. They huh. have this ship. The people that owned it don't want it. They got their insurance money. They're like, it's not ours anymore. You call the insurance company. And, and then the insurance company said, well, we paid out for it. We don't want it. And then, you know, and then they're like, well, this thing's an eyesore. The Mississippi is like, you know, way down uh-huh. and nobody wants to see it. So they really don't know what to do with it. Nobody wants it. It's just sitting there. You're right. Technically, it's now something just sitting on the bank of the river. Yeah. I mean, it's so litter. what do you do with it? Yeah. They don't know what to do yeah. with it. Do you wait for it to just get swallowed up eventually if the Mississippi comes back up? I guess so. In that case, people could dump whatever they want there and say, hey, if the river overflows it, then it's not our problem again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know somebody's going to find a way to use this to their advantage. Oh, yeah, they definitely will. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of eye-opened me too. It's like, well, what happens? Because Man, whose that... jurisdiction is that? Yeah. Is that on the taxpayers to have someone go take it out? It's not It's not old enough or neat enough to yeah. be in a, in a museum. So no one's going to go pay for it and put it in a museum. I wonder if technically that would be considered Army Corps of Engineers land. I think so. Because the rules become... Because Army Corps of Engineers is the one who maintains a lot of the waterways and and uh, hmm. uh, rivers and reservoirs, et cetera. Et cetera. 
So I wonder if somebody could try to just dump it off on the Army Corps of Engineers and say, hey, it's on your land, your property. It's not our concern. I'm going to monitor this story. Yeah. And, and hopefully I'll have an answer for you here in a few weeks. Because this is not that old of a story. They just found this like yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I, that, uh, probably the same thing would uh, apply to Lake Mead, which has been shrinking oh, yeah, and yeah, exposing that's true. boat yep. wrecks. And, and uh, there was an airplane they found, but it never actually came to the surface. But it was close to the surface. It was Oh, uh, wow. Uh, Amelia Earhart? <laughs> no, it was a P-38, I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think... Uh, they said it was, it's not like it crashed there. It was, well, it was intentionally crashed there to see the effects of a little water landing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, it's not like it was, you know, oh my God, he crashed kind of thing. You know, the, the Air Force knew it was there and didn't care about it. Yeah. So, just like the uh, the, the uh, Higgins boat they found, the troop landing boat. Mm-hmm. It was one that was intentionally sunk there. So they could do experiments on diving and, and how it handled water, etc. So uh, it, it, it's, it was water testing for a lot of these things. Oh, wow. And the okay. Army figured, hey, none of this stuff is ever going to come up. Whoops, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, technically that would be Army Corps of Engineers land, so... Yeah. Wouldn't they be responsible for figuring something out then, I guess? Uh, yeah, I think they would be the ones to have to decide and then have to convince the person. That, you know, I would say the insurance company, because when the insurance yeah. company pays on something, they own they it. They bought it, yeah. yeah. It's if like you a wreck car. your car. You wreck your yeah. car. The insurance company owns it, and they can sell it they for scrap, total it, salvage, then, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I would think the insurance company owns that boat, or at least the salvage rights to it. And they would be uh, responsible for doing something with it if it became a nuisance. Yeah. Or a hazard to navigation or whatever. So I think they could at least tie it up in the courts for a while, claiming Mm -hmm. that the insurance company had to do something about it. Well, I'm sure it's going to be tied up in the courts for at least a couple of years. And if they wait long enough, the river will rise and bury it again, and And everyone will forget about it. I'll bet you that's what's going to happen. (laughs) File another motion. The river's all the way up. Where's that lady diamond? (laughs) Somewhere over there. (laughs) Hey, it's not out of the river on the bank anymore. I found it interesting that nobody... (laughs) I know there's tremendous undertow in the the Mississippi, too, Uh but... I'm surprised no one found it before now, even before the river was recessed so bad. I'm guessing nobody was even bothering Sonar to look for it. Sonar something? Maybe they just didn't care to look for it. Yeah. Maybe they just wrote it off totally. It's like, we're never going to look for it. We don't even care to salvage it. Just don't bother. Here's your check. Yeah. Yeah. No, that might be it. I don't know. That could be. It just seems they... odd that they wouldn't at least want to salvage something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. isn't there stuff on there? Like maybe there's all the navigation equipment yeah. and the engines. I mean, there's there's valuable metals in there, if nothing else. And it, the river is not that deep. No, so it's no. not like it's a huge undertaking to you know. Oh, we're going down 500 feet. No, it's no, it's no. just a couple feet, a couple dozen feet at the most. At the most, it's probably maybe thirty foot. At yeah. the most, and there's the not most. a pull, not, not a lot of areas. And we're that are talking about in the deep. main channel down at the bottom, and and the reason it's probably like that is probably because the water washed it away. Yeah, you know, because it used to be where you could just probably walk across it. <laughs> yeah. 
So. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the remains of the the diamond star, the lady diamond, lady diamond. Uh, hang on, let me look at this fucking thing. Diamond star halo. Oh um, shit! <laughs> diamond lady riverboat. Diamond lady. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it's a gambling boat, diamond and lady are both good omens. That yeah, that's why his name that. Yeah. yeah. Red cards are, are more yeah. considered more lucky for the gambler than yep. the black cards. Why is it going to be black cards that are discriminated against? Man, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> of course, these are actually black cards. Yeah, the actual color black. So. You know, human beings, you can use that name to describe human beings that aren't really black. I mean, if you're talking about black as the night sky, then they're more brown, and we're kind of pink, or beige, or I don't know. But, yeah, we need labels, I guess. But Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Okay, I got a, uh, I got some odd facts here. I like odd facts. All right, these are good. always fun. Yeah, they are <laughs> interesting stuff. Um, penguins can jump as high as six feet in the air. Wow, I'd never even considered penguins jumping. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. Huh. Yeah, very cool. I just figured they could walk, they can wobble, they can kind of fall over. I guess they have to be able to get up when they fall over. Yeah, this is true. I, they might have to jump for food, maybe? I don't know. Huh. Or to get away from seals. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, there's one of those fuckers. I'm going to jump over it. <laughs> All polar bears are left-handed. Huh. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I think uh, I think my my dog is left-handed. He generally offers his left paw. Well, yeah, animals do favor one, like you yeah, know, or better one with like humans. So, yeah, interesting. An eagle can kill a young deer and fly carrying it. Oh wow. Because I do know that's true, because I've seen it on TV before. I'm like, what? You don't realize how big eagles really are. Oh, they're huge. Yeah, and they are really strong. Wow. A young deer. Yep. So they can, they can probably grab a small dog easy. Oh, yeah, they could. If they were hungry enough, they yeah. could, yeah. Hell, a hawk can carry off some, some of the smaller dogs. Oh, a hawk gets chihuahuas all the time. Yeah. People lose their chihuahuas, they can't find them. Hawks got them. Yep. They, like, think they ran away, and it's like, no, no, mm. that's not what happened. They became bird food. Yep. <laughs> it was discovered on a space mission that a frog can throw up. The frog vomits its entire stomach out, so the organ is dangling out of its mouth. Then the frog uses its forearms to dig out all of the stomach's contents and swallows the stomach back down again. Oh, nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm glad humans don't have to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this next one makes sense if you ever examine this animal. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that would suck if humans stopped. <laughs> Hang on. 
Don't party with him, man. He vomits yeah. out his whole stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. He's got to put it back. Hang on. Hang on. Everybody just stand back. He's putting his stomach back. Hold on. Hey, man, aren't you even going to rinse it up first? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, don't put that shit in my sink. Oh. You vomit out your stomach and it falls in the litter box. And you're like, oh, oh shit. Hey, someone got, got, hey, here, where's the shower? Somebody steps on it. And you're like, oh, man, that's oh. my stomach. Ow. <laughs> Somebody's got to make a movie like this where people vomit out their stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. The leg bones of a bat are so thin, no bat can walk. If huh. you think about it, they're kind of like really mangled up a little bit, kind of. Yeah, they can hang by them. Yeah. That's that's only that's a certain kind of 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 pull. Yeah. Walking on is totally different. That's twisting and side flexing. Exactly. But yeah, they kind of pull themselves around by their their winged forearms. Interesting. The Katie did bug hears uh, hears through holes in its hind legs. Crazy. Yeah. You know, I tend to think of anatomy as being fairly standard, you know. And, but, I know, but... Not, you know, ears are on the head, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some really weird anatomy out there, and it works for the those critters. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason that they're there for whatever yeah. reason, so, yeah. I learned recently that earthworms, uh, their, their ridged, ringed bodies... Are pretty much covered with taste buds. Oh wow! Imagine how much fun that would be to wriggle around in a bowl of ice cream. Oh yeah! If your entire body oh, was covered with taste buds, they love the taste of dirt. They're <laughs> yeah. rolling around, going, mm, "Man, this dirt real tastes good." Yeah. <laughs> you wow. wouldn't want to sit down on a public bus seat. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> so, oh, I'm tasting stuff through my ass that I don't want to oh. taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, slugs have four noses. Wow, I didn't know slugs had noses. I didn't either. And four of them. That's impressive. <laughs> this one's pretty unique. Hmm? Ostriches, ostriches stick their heads in sand to look for water. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah, there was always the the uh, cliche of a. Uh, Frightened ostrich sticking his head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Now they're looking for water. Yeah. Makes more sense than being afraid. <laughs> <laughs> in a study of 200,000 ostriches over a period of 60 years, there were no reported cases of ostriches burying its head in the sand. Mm. So they don't do it very often. Wow. Somebody saw it once, and they made up a big story about it. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. It's possible to lead a cow upstairs, but not downstairs. Oh, funny. I know, I've, I've heard of dogs that will go upstairs, but not downstairs. Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. They can't see the peripheral like that, yeah. so it looks like they're falling. You're more in control going up than going down. Yeah. Going down, you've got gravity pushing and pushing, and trying to make it go faster. And also to them, because their eyes don't work like that. Yeah. 
it looks like they're falling. They can't see down below because their peripheral is so straight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. I'm not sure why you'd want to bring your cow upstairs. No, yeah, I'm not either. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? Hey, to each its own, whatever. Yeah. Um, a shrimp's heart is in its head. I've read that before. I, I actually knew that. And this next one I know too. Yeah. A snail can sleep for three years, and that's because I had a similar fact that went more in depth of it a few podcasts ago. Sleeping snails. Yeah, remember they, they like there's lack of water. Oh, so they go yeah. to sleep for three years, and then all of a sudden it starts raining again, and they're like, hey, oh, I can yeah. live again. All right, they here re- we are. They rehydrate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a very handy adaptation. Yeah, it would. Just kind of like, hey, all right. I'd be. I'd like to be able to just you know fall asleep and until another good song came on the radio and then wake up. <laughs> I might wind up sleeping for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> this next one is so true. The chicken is one of the few things that man eats before it's born and after it's dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that too. An egg is is a, a chicken miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's fertilized, I guess you're eating an abortion. It's just like uh, God. What was the uh, what was the name of the comedian? Oh God, I can't think of his name. Red buttons. Uh, yeah, yeah, red buttons. <laughs> or red skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, um, Buddy Hackett. Bobby Slayton, I think. Uh-huh. Okay. He said, I, I fucking went to this uh, restaurant and I seen a chicken um, a chicken <laughs> omelet. And he goes, what kind of sick fuck does that? Yeah. You take the fucking, you take the unborn chicken, crack it and fucking fry it, and then you throw the dead chicken and you mix it in with it. It says, what, what motherfucker is this, the fucking chicken Boston Strangler? Is this a fucking Tony Soprano of fucking dead chickens? Yeah. I want him dead. I want his son dead. And I want his fucking brother in Put them all in the stew pot. Yeah, yeah I think it was Bobby Slayton. And anyhow, he, he does it much wow. better than I do, of course. But I was just like dying because he illustrates that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Hey, take two before they're born, crack it in a skillet. Then throw a couple of dead ones in there, and maybe some cheese. And the cheese is from the cow's tit. <laughs> it's like the M and M's commercials where their M and M's are eating other M and M's. Yes, they're cannibals. I know, I know. <laughs> and there's there's the one where they're 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 pulling apart the caramel M and M to show the caramel in the middle. Uh huh. They're That'd be like pulling a child apart to show its intestines. Show the blood in the middle or something. Yeah. It's like, like, these these M&M's. Right there is where the food goes and is digested, and that's where it goes down the poo hole. That's so (laughs) disgusting. But, oh, they're cute. So they people see. I mean, those M&M's on those commercials should be raping nuns, and people would say, oh, how cute. the The next time you see Val, ask her about this. The M&M ladies on the cruise. Okay. There's like a hundred of them. 
And every one of their doors was decorated in M&M's. And everywhere they went, they had those little fucking stuffed M&M's. Or plastic ones or something. Yeah. Oh, it was... I, uh, I wanted to beat them to death with M&M's. Yeah. Yeah. There are people like that who are Disney. Yeah. Yeah, Disney. There are a lot of them doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some dogs can predict when a child will have an epileptic seizure and even predict the child from and, and protect the child from injury. They're not trained to do this. They simply learn to respond after observing at least one attack. Oh, wow. So if you had a dog, and it was the right kind of dog, mm-hmm. and your son has an epileptic attack, the dog automatically goes into, you know, after, you know, after mm-hmm. he's seen it one time, he's like, oh, I know what this is. Okay, the kid is in trouble, and I'm going to stay here. Interesting. So you and, don't you don't train the dog. You wait for the dog to declare itself, and then you yes. Then you can pair it with somebody. Yeah. So I guess you can bring potential dogs in to hang around with an epileptic person. Mm-hmm. And if they happen to have a seizure, then you see which dogs react. You say, okay, these dogs oh. can be assistance dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I it, mean, it's the same as a guard dog. Think about it. Yeah. You know, you get a German Shepherd. It automatically, a German Shepherd is very lethal because a German Shepherd doesn't jump out and go, a true bloodline German Shepherd doesn't mm-hmm. jump out and go, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> yeah, it hides, self. <laughs> yeah, it hides yeah. in the corner and he says, as soon as this motherfucker comes in, I'm taking his head off. Yeah. And they automatically do that. They don't have to train him. Yeah, a German Shepherd, I've seen a true bloodline go into work before mm-hmm. and someone's coming to the door and they go low. And yeah. they go in the corner. My oldest brother had a German Shepherd, and he was he was like that. He would stay very quiet and motionless, and he'd watch. Yeah, he's and not it, out there in your face, you know, barking and threatening. No, 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 he's just he like, wasn't threatening you I'm at all. I'm hanging back here, and when I move, it's going to be really bad for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I move, that's it. You're fucking toast. Yeah, that yeah. that was the way that dog was. You yep. know, if. It, you know, around the family, of course, he was just a great family dog. Mm-hmm. But if it was somebody he didn't trust or didn't like, yep. then he was he was not yep. really showy about it. He was just like, I got my eye on you. Well, and, and here's <laughs> one, too. You, you you saw my little pug, right? Otis, uh-huh. little bitty guy, right? Yeah. Well, I got him from my friend Bob who passed away. Uh-huh. Okay? And Bob wanted me to have the pug because he was going to move in with his niece and she had some big dogs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, could you take uh, Otis and I'll come see him every now and then. So when he passed away, I got the dog. Yeah. So I guess when he died in his chair, which is a great place. He loved being at home in his chair. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he there's quite a bit of dignity, and he went out good. He had a good life. So, anyhow, Otis stood on his lap when the neighbor found him. And then when the paramedics went to get Bob, Otis wouldn't let him near him. Yeah. His neighbor had to go over there and pick Otis up because Otis was going to tear their fucking head off. Yep. And now, tell me that isn't an obedient... Um, dog that knows that um, well, dogs can fall in love well, with yeah. somebody they loved, someone yeah, that dog exactly. loved, and yep, they didn't want you to and take also, him. They wanted you to fix it. They knew he knew that his owner was in trouble, mm-hmm. so he went into this different type of animal. Yeah, instead of being this lovable, hey, pet me, he was like, don't get fucking near this guy. I'll <laughs> yeah. kill you. Isn't that something? Yeah. I mean, it really is quite remarkable when you think about it. 
There's there's a special bond between humans and dogs. There is. It goes back. They are so man's many best friend for a reason. Yeah. And it's true. Whoever came up with that knew what they were talking about. Yeah. So anyhow, imagine some primitive caveman hanging around a campfire and the wolf is circling, saying, "I'm going to eat your children." But the caveman's <laughs> like, "Hey, how about peanut butter and blankets instead?" The wolf's like, I'm "Okay." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got one for you right here. Listen to this, and this is something I'm rather disappointed in because when I covered it, I couldn't find anything about it. But then when I cross-reference this, mm-hmm. it's true. A pregnant goldfish is called a twit. Funny. Yeah, I wonder if some of that word comes from that. Oh yeah. Because remember, I focused. I did that word focus on the word twit. Uh huh. Didn't mention anything about it. That would be a way to insult somebody, is to compare them to a pregnant, pregnant goldfish. goldfish. yeah. So, anyhow, uh, when I cross-referenced it, it is called a twit. Funny. Yeah. So, I don't know why I couldn't find that originally. So <laughs> There are only three types of snake on the island of Tasmania. They are all deadly poisonous oh lovely so if you see a snake on that island fucking get out of there yeah yeah Yeah. automatic yep so anyhow i think this might conclude this uh podcast uh yeah looks like they they're getting ready to close they're starting to shoot some people well no no, rick rick gave me when he walked around the corner he Uh turned around you couldn't see him and he did the you know hey stop it oh the the cut sign yeah well he didn't want it He's a cool guy. I mean, uh, anyhow, the Filthy Bean, great place. Go there whenever you get a chance. Yeah. At Nashville, Tennessee, the International Market area. Rick is a great guy. Ask for Rick. Tell him that you heard our podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyhow, he didn't want to interrupt it, so he went around the corner and he did the old um, stop. And actually, look, the guy's got a mop out. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm getting ready to go to White Castle. What do you think? Ooh, that sounds, that sounds yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right, we're going to go fucking eat some uh, grease pellets from heaven. And uh, thanks for listening, and fuck y'all. <laughs> go to douchebagsandmicrophone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douche bags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.